comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello and welcome to Fear, the Walking Dead TV podcast, uh, episode 268. I am your host for the evening, Aaron Newworth, and joining me today we have Mr. Jim Dietz. Hello. Mr. Daryl Taylor. <laughs> well, we had a Daryl Taylor. That's you, Grandpa. Grandpa, wake up. Grandpa. Hopeless dick. Somebody poke him, please. You know what it is. He's not on the call anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> he's, been ho- he's been taken hostage. All right, well, we're going to have to postpone the podcast then and form a search party for Daryl. <laughs> can't, can't, can't have him out there on his own. He needs backup. Maybe we should send Morgan. Yeah, I think Logan and this, this gang got him because he knows where the oil field, oil field is. He knows where the oil fields are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're next to the killing fields. <laughs> and the onion field. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sure Daryl sure will be joining us again later. Something must have happened to him on his end. But anyway, as you said, the episode is called, uh, or did you say already? This episode. Called, I did it. I was just. I'm it's waiting funny for because it. the episode is called "You're Still Here" and Daryl <laughs> is not. So there you go. We decided to switch a room. Well, also joining us before as as we wait to get Daryl back on, we have Mister Richard Chubto Chillin. Yep, I'm here. So <laughs> way. Yeah. That's the, that patented Chubtoed enthusiasm that we've come to know and love. Well. Yeah, we're still waiting for Daryl. But anyway, yeah, the episode is called You're Still Here. It's directed by Casey Cowell and written by Mallory Westfall and Alex Daly. Daly? Okay. Close? Close in there? Somewhere in there? It's a lot of L's. It's difficult. Um, yeah, that's the episode that we're talking about this does it Does it have the editor listed, what you're looking at? Just curious. Because no? the, the editing on this episode was fantastic. Some of the best editing I've seen on television in a while. I, I was really impressed. Just the cinematography in general, but the editing, oh, really yeah. good. All right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I just, it's not something that was occurring to me, but I did. I mean, I, like that I one did. scene where they bust the fist up against, and it cuts to the zombie busting the fist against the glass. And I don't know. It was just really, really well done. This is one of those weeks where I like to do my thing where it's Aaron tries to eat food while watching TV at the same time, and hopefully it doesn't turn out for the worse. And so I sat down with these two delicious chicken tacos that I made for myself on the Mm, stove and everything. And I'm like, all right, what can I watch right now? I got to watch Preacher later so I can write about it. So before that, I guess I'll do Fear because I'm not going to have time to watch it later. So I turn Fear on, I press play, and I'm like, it's time to eat my food. And guess what happens? That's right. There's a walker and it's like ripping itself apart to try to get to Alicia. And it's like, this is so gross. And yum, 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 I ate up my chicken tacos as I was doing it. 
it's this oh, weird pattern I have where every time I try to eat and watch TV, it's generally something disgusting happens. It is not even necessarily disgusting shows. Sometimes I kept tricking myself when Hannibal was on, thinking this week's Hannibal surely can't open with something terrible. That never paid off. That's kind but, of the brand, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that kept happening. But yeah, this is a Fear of the Walking Dead episode, which opened with something gnarly. Uh, but regardless, any general thoughts on this episode before we kind of get underway with it? Um, I liked it. I like the episodes where they're focusing more on just a few characters at a time rather than trying to shove everybody in all at once. Um, it's giving the characters a little bit of room to breathe, and I can appreciate that. Like last episode with Morgan and and, uh, and all that, and, uh, and uh, Dwight. And now this episode with Alicia and Wes and uh, and Morgan and such. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I wasn't here last week, but I, I will say I liked that episode quite a bit, too, just because of the focus that it had and just some strong performance work. Uh, but now I think joining us is Mr. Daryl Taylor. Yes. Yeah, well, we haven't, quite, we haven't quite started yet. We're just kind of going over some general thoughts. you have any general thoughts on this episode before we kind of get into it? Um, it was one... <laughs> Hold on, I gotta cancel the search party for (laughs) Daryl. Did you tell him where the oil fields are? Did you tell him where the oil fields are, Daryl? I did. I I wanted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know what the. I didn't know where it was going the first, like, 15, 20 minutes. I wasn't sure what was happening. Like, where they were going with this. I. Like, and you kind of knew there were some things that you kind of figured out early on, right? You put it together pretty quickly, especially who did the trees. Um, yeah, when when Madison walked out from behind the tree and was like, see, kid, I've been here the whole time. I was like, what? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then she disappeared and <laughs> yeah. goes, that old uh, trope. That old trope. That old trope. <laughs> uh, but then you, I, I really had a question of, I didn't, I didn't realize Alicia had this issue all of a sudden. Like it felt like it came out of nowhere. And well, I don't about, know about her, me. about her not, about her not wanting to kill anymore. Right, like right, right. I was trying to figure out was because I missed something or they or, set that up like in the what the Channel Four episode where she like like Strand comes out and saves her all of a sudden. Like they, 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 she's been not killing. Yeah, that's that, and it, it was there, but it was, but uh, to me, to me, I had missed it. I had, I had kind of missed that she was going through this. Yeah, the whole, like, post-radioactive threat thing. Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't disagree with you, because I do think it's been something that's... It feels like that's something you stretch... That's something, like, The Walking Dead Prime would do with, like, Carol, which we've seen, yeah. and we also hated. Yeah. So I'm actually glad it's over with already. <laughs> as yeah. As like, waiting six episodes. Yeah, that's kind of like... I didn't catch it, catch it, and then, and then you know, she went to this thing. Um, oh, well, go ahead. I was just going to say something I really... Just to go off of Aaron's point... Something mm. I really appreciate about this show over the parent show, like you said, Aaron, they've gone through it pretty, everything they go through, they go through pretty quickly. Like it moves, things happen a lot more often in this series than the parent mm-hmm. show. Like the parent oh, series, sure. it'll be like something big happens, and then right. we get three episodes of the aftermath, and three mm-hmm. episodes leading up to the next big thing, and then it's the end of that half season, you know what I mean? Whereas here, I mean, we've already had all these things happen in this season. And, you know, it just kept moving along. And you're right. Something like that would have been stretched out a lot more, I feel, in the parent show. I think part of that has to do with, like, fan expectation for a show that's based off a comic book versus a show that's inspired by the comic book. So right. So while right. the parent show, you know, it does weave in and out of, like, actual arcs, it still has an end point that some people are already familiar with. So you have to kind of stretch out certain things to fulfill eight episodes, 16 episodes, what have you, where this yeah. show... 
well, I'm sure, you know, obviously they have a plan in mind. The audience isn't like, when are they, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? They're just like, all right, whatever, whatever rolls is like what we're doing. And, and also you have to obviously separate the shows. So I think, yeah, part of that is to have mini arcs for characters that aren't as quote unquote iconic in the same way that like Rick or, or uh, Michonne or what have you are right. in, the, in the parent series. So I mean, it works to its sometimes that. some things do clear up too quickly. And uh, yeah, it's my mm-hmm. one, my one real complaint about this episode. Now I'm not a psychologist. I don't pretend to know about PTSD. I've never experienced it other than the six years I was married. None of that. So, but at hmm. the same time, it's like suddenly she's on set with it and it's severe. Okay. And within the episode, yes, they set it up a couple weeks ago, but within this episode, she did the full gambit, full circle all the way around to, okay, I'm okay now. I just, to me, that was too quickly wrapped up. It was a little, Uh, yeah. But I don't think she's really over it, though. Right, right. But she's been going through this stuff for a while. I mean, even last Yeah, but uh, I'm just saying it it just felt a little... Cheated. It's just that they didn't they didn't yeah. put it in our faces that this is what it was. But I mean, she was going yeah. through a thing. I mean, she even even her overly uh, enthusiastic about uh, killing and and you know trying to find a purpose and all that kind of stuff. It's been there. It's been there. It's just like it, it, I kind of appreciate that that they're not just because they had a you know a triumph with the kids and stuff and, and helping them that they just didn't automatically yeah. heal them all. Cause even well, like Morgan's all, you know, like with Morgan, place. right. He's still going through his thing. Like it's, it's like when he felt himself kind of connecting with, um, I can't remember her name now connecting with, uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, nuclear, the, nuclear the, lady, grace, radioactive lady. Yes. Yeah. Radioactive lady. When he felt himself connecting to her, he kind of, it scared him enough that he just stopped. You know, like he just, he ran away. He did another thing of running away. Instead of running away and leaving the group altogether, he just ran away by, you know, saying, oh, I have to help or I have to be there for another member of the team. I mean... Like the, a pattern of the show, yeah, is that it wraps up some things quicker than others, and like the the prime show, you know, takes longer to wrap up certain things. So ba- basically, what I'm saying is that this this the Walking Dead universe suffers from Goldilocks syndrome. So hopefully, okay. raise the Walking Dead will um you know have things handled just right. Raise is that, is that, is that the title you're betting on? Raise. That's an, I, I think that's, that's a fun one. Raise you don't know, think they're going to stick with <laughs> untitled untitled Walking Dead show? I mean, yeah, that's my my desired <laughs> title is untitled second Walking Dead spinoff series. But yes, I mean. <laughs> I think Raise the Walking Dead is actually pretty good because they're kids, but they're also Walking Dead. There's a pun there. Wow. It was going to be called like Testament or something like that. I can't remember now. Oh, that's just too religious. Somebody said that on set. set, They were uh, were referring to it as that, I think. Maybe that's an episode title. Could be. Maybe. It's going to have Walking Dead at the title. I mean, mean, we've seen this. Well, yeah, of course it is. But it's it's weird that we've seen... um, you know, Alicia go through all that stuff with her being like fighting and, and everything, and then to see Strand have to jump in and save her at the beginning mm-hmm. of this episode was just—it was kind of—it was kind of odd for me, you know. But I mean, we kind of go through. She's gone through going through the whole thing. Morgan went through too, right? The I'm going to kill. I'm not going to kill. I can't, you know, bring myself myself to do this anymore. I have to, you know. It's the same well, kind of conflict. As we talk about this, let's let's get into the episode itself. Yeah. So. yeah. 
as we kind of roll again, especially because her stuff is kind of at the well, actually, we go kind of back and forth. So I'll do my best to kind of recap things here. Bear with me. I'm not Russ. <laughs> my, my my control will be who, as, as good as I can. Is? Wait, you're not Russ? Who, who, who is what? Russ, really? Come on. Hold on. Oh, Hi, guys. It is me, Russ, actually. It'll be a, hold on. <laughs> now it's just me again. <laughs> I figured, you know, that sounded nothing with... like Russ. No. It, <laughs> that sounded like you. It you. did. The big disappointment of not having Russ this week is the Latham Police Department that they went into in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. True. All right. Uh, this episode, where are we at? The what's it called again? I'm still. I'm still. Strand is saving Alicia. From you are that, still here. Zombie. Yes. Yeah. Alicia's like looking at a tree. We're looking at the tree. There's the artist that says, "If you're reading this, you're still here." We get that same whole message, and it looks all really nice. So somebody took a long time to do this, and uh, as uh, she's standing there, walkers start coming. She freezes up. And she's like, oh, "I can't do that." And like, yeah, the walker, like I said at the beginning, tearing itself apart. It's all ghastly and ugly and everything and then it's on the ground and it's still coming at her and right. Alicia like other walkers have come up at this point uh, Alicia's like Strand where are you and Strand takes his good old time to get there and then he comes in with Alicia's weapon starts stabbing zombies in the face and, and he's like sorry should have been closer and it's like yeah. alright <laughs> good for him he got there yeah, yeah we get, get to uh, they get a call from the guy they met last yeah. episode yeah Wes Wes, Wes. is his name uh, oh, the guy yeah. whose, whose motorcycle was all shot his, yeah, his motorcycle slash um, Wesley Go kart, what what's it called? A sidecar. Go kart. His sidecar. Chopper. His sidecar is all shut up. He's he, chopper. He gets him on. He gets him on the walkie. They answer, and they're you know at odds at first. Is like, what's your name? And it's like, a, then Wes like guesses that based off knowing the video apparently very well because he's able to guess who's who. Although he doesn't mm-hmm. quite get Strand, he does, he does a second try on that one. And then he, he says he's Wes. They pick him up, uh, and he says, "You owe me a ride." Uh, when do we get the credit smash? Is it right? Is it there? I think I think it's yeah, right. yeah. with the tree and the uh, yeah. We get the fun yeah. tree image in the, and the credit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So they don't put. Didn't you say that, that Logan thinks he's one of them now? Yeah. He, once they finally yeah. meet, once they finally meet up, he explains mm-hmm. that that he met up with Logan and Logan assumed that he was a part of their group. Right. Uh, wrong, obviously, and so that's why and so that's why he feels they owe him a ride. Um, and, now, and he explains that he wants to go to a police station because that's where his, that's where he left his, that's where he last saw his brother, or that's where he left yeah. his brother behind. And he keeps staring at Alicia. You could tell he still steals glances at her when she's not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. And Alicia explains that what they've been doing, they, she's been looking for whoever's responsible for the the paintings on the trees. And, mm-hmm. and Wes says, like, don't you have, like, bigger fish to fry, right? He's like, right, <laughs> exactly. It's really that important, yeah. um, which is something, yeah, you're kind of also in. It's like, is it that important? <laughs> like, well, I mean, considering that she's off looking for an uh, you know, anonymous tree artist, mm-hmm. and he's seeing it from the vantage point of Logan taking everything over and about to, like, march on them or whatever. It's gonna, I mean, from the end of the episode, who knows exactly what his intentions are. I mean, it's different perspectives, and he's, he's not wrong. You know? No, he's not. But I, I, yeah. that made me kind of think he was the tree guy by his reaction to her. Like, why do you want it though? Like, why is this so important to you? Yeah, at this point of the show, I'm thinking, it's either going to be this guy or it's going to be the brother, whoever the right. brother turns out to be. It, well, it's, that, kind of like, it's kind of like that Law & Order problem, isn't it? They only introduce so many new actors. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it has to be one of the few. Right. Yeah, exactly. It has to be one of the few new actors I've seen recently. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I can't believe, like, special guest star Corey Stoll turned out to be the murderer the whole time. <laughs> like, there it is. If you're going to pay for Corey Stoll, you're going to have yeah. him be the murderer. I'm that's sorry. Right. Yeah. Put a wig on him, obviously, but, you know, besides No, that. no, that throbbing head of his is why you hire him. Come on now. It was his twin brother. Who was his twin brother? Dory Droll. Yeah. Um, for some reason, they had a different last name. <laughs> but, um... It was right. Nick Stoll. It was mink. It was mink. Yeah. Um, all right. They 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 all uh, they put the motorcycle in the back of the truck. They all head out to the police station. Uh, Wes goes inside to get the to get to get the brother. Strand and Lisa they're outside with the uh, unloading the bike. But we soon hear shots are fired. Some white guy like pops out holding his gut. He's bleeding. He gets in. Strand and Lisa like, what's going on, Wes? Yeah. And then the guy somehow gets all the way to the truck, starts it, and tears off. And he's like, I guess that was my brother. Who leaves the keys in the car? That's that's the other thing I was thinking. Like, who the hell does that? It was strange. And it felt like he wasn't running that fast. It was like, how do you get the car? Yeah, that was was a leap. (laughs) Like, like, how do you know even to get in that truck knowing that it would have the keys? And it's not like Strand and Alicia's first day on the farm either. So it's like, let this guy, this shot, run all the way to your truck and take it. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, it it was just a weird, it was a a weird uh, ring of events. Like, it's just, it's like he's. It's like he jogged to the truck, and then they're like, "What?" And then, I this. And then the and then he runs out of the police station and almost catches the truck. And I'm like, "You two guys were sitting right there." It's like, "What were you I, doing?" I it does. Yeah, it seemed a little weirdly. What were you doing? Yeah. It does take us to a pretty cool action scene because now they're standing without a truck. They've made a lot of noise because the shots right. fired and the truck's starting and everything. So there's walkers coming at them. And they're like, all right, we'll fight them off. And they start using riot gear. They don't realize it's riot well, gear. Yeah. So they're yeah. using riot gear and their shotguns. And at first, I'm like, how did the shotgun not destroy this walker? And then I'm like, oh, it's riot gear, as they say out loud. And so it's mm-hmm. shooting beanbags at them. So it's like, oh, that's pretty neat. And then he, like, then Wes uses like one beanbag, goes right to the head, knocks one, knocks one walker down. But then. Is it Strand who shoots the tear gas one? Yeah, he, he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, he shoots the tear gas one into the walker's gut. And I'm like, that's a really, that, I love that idea. That seems like such a, what if we had them do this and work backwards from it moment? Cause mm-hmm. it's really cool. Cause you get like a walker that has tear gas inside of his belly. And so it's spreading tear gas everywhere. And Strand gets blinded and they have to retreat for cover. It's a cool image. The idea of like a walker that has a tear gas canister inside of its belly. Like that's fun. Right. Yeah. And I definitely see that's probably the walker kill of the episode. Yeah, oh, at least sure. still. I can't kill. I can't kill the dead. <laughs> no kill. I. I can't. So yeah, they go back to the police station. They're all inside safely. Uh, Wes admits that he hadn't had a brother for a while. Um, he just wanted to go to the police station to get something back for that was that the that the, that said white guy had taken from him. Um, we don't find out what that is till later. Right. Uh, and, yeah. It's mm-hmm. Kind of goofy, but okay. But even then, Alicia and Strand are like, well, you shot him, so we need to help this guy out. They are just good souls now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I did I did have a moment of, wait a minute, the guy <laughs> the shot guy? at him. Yeah. And it's like, you want to run and find the guy that tried to you kill him. Stole your dude. truck. Yeah, and stole your truck. It's like, I, I, I get it. I get it. You're trying to be kind, but, but come on now. It, it's yeah. a little bit much clear minds you know yeah uh but yeah so that that's going on we finally get back to something else going we get we get to morgan um who's now with al 
uh, the, Al is at they're at like a bank. Is it a, I assume it's a bank. There's a vault, right? Yeah, it's a uh, bank. They're at, they're at a bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al knows the combination. Morgan asks, like, how'd you know the combination? He's like, I videotape, I videotape the manager or whatever. Oh, but before that, though, uh-huh. there was a moment where uh, Al is like, I got this one when the to kill the zombies and another, like, four come out. And then Morgan's like, and I got the others. And oh, yeah, yeah. He almost busts behind. Uh, this is not Morgan on his game. I mean, well, they, they put that in there, obviously. And his uh, stick is shorter. Like and his not, stick is shorter, left, right. So, he, so he, like, he takes a swing and misses. But there is a moment of showing you something's not right with Morgan. He's off mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, he, he he's not and, he's not completely... And, uh, you know, and, and Al knows that he, she did not need backup on this. No. And, yeah. she's you know like, I mean? what she, you, and she's hitting. She keeps hitting to him to just say what it is. What's What are you running from? Right, what's, right, what's right, the right. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? And he just won't... Yeah, he just well, keeps pretending everything's cool. I'm fine. I'm we'll get fine. more to that. We'll get back more to that. But like right. the first thing, yeah, they open up the vault, and so Al has a has a way of storing all the copies of her of her video t- of her tapes right. of her recorded interviews and what have you. Um, makes sense. It's a bank vault. Yeah. She she lays it out pretty clearly. It has everything it needs to preserve this kind of material. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they have to kill the person that's inside the bank vault because what would be a vault without a person inside, right? And gotta gotta have somebody in there. <laughs> so Morgan sticks her right in the face. Um, now, had she been going back and forth to this bank all along and doing mm-hmm. this, or was this her first time to actually go in there since the apocalypse? I take it that's her first time, especially since yeah, I think she it's has the like first a. Time. You know, okay. Got, everything's been in her giant truck, but now that they're yeah. Okay, because I was like, if if she already had this hiding spot, did she trap this person in there? <laughs> I think she just she just knew from the guy she interviewed. Right. She remembered it. That was yeah. All. Okay. And I mean, I figured that's what it was, but part of me was yeah. like, has she been depositing tapes here all along? I think that was the point of letting us know by putting that bot that zombie in there to let yeah. know that okay. she had never been there before. That, that was a way to. That's to, another way. To, yeah. Yeah. Although it's also a good trap, I guess. Um, yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, she had, like, like I said, she had her vehicle the whole time, so that was a big part of why she didn't really need to have a storage right. space. She had her yeah. tank on wheels. Yeah, Daryl, uh, that Daryl or, or Rick would have mm-hmm. put a zombie in there to to, to protect it, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like tripwire and like a cross mm-hmm. hanging up on the wall, mm-hmm. and it's like, yep. like the dog or something. <laughs> it's not such. A... <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Then they get to the discussion of like, why do we need a, why why did, why are you here and all that that we already talked about. And Morgan's right. not like because I like Grace and my family. Like he just instead he's like, yeah. you know, I'm Morgan. Like I just like helping. That's what I do. Um, he's using that as a. Cr- I like though there is a a, a point of, of showing that Morgan is using that as a crutch too. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, you know, I'm helping, you know, I'm doing this to help or I'm doing, the, you know, that's his way of running away. That's his new way of running away. So Alicia radios into Morgan and Al to go after the guy that Wes had shot. Um, but having having done that, Alicia also inadvertently uh, alerts Logan and his crew to where they are. So that leads them to blocking the path uh, for for uh, Morgan, Morgan and Al. Yeah. Um, this leads to a whole confrontation scene, which is fun because we get to see a lot of Matt Furrer doing his Matt Furriness as a villain. Right. And that's cool. Yeah, like, he, really, he really saw some, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say subpar dialogue, but kind of you know villainy dialogue. It's very cryptic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was able to sell it, though, because yeah. he's Matt Furrer. Yeah, he gets, oh. he gets a lot. He's like, I got to, you know, you got to tell me where the fields are. 
And as Jim and I explained, there's the oil fields, there's the killing fields, there's the onion fields, there's the field of dreams. Like, there's a lot of fields. So Sally, right. field, Sally Field. That, yeah, Sally right. Field. Yeah, because Matt Furrow likes her. He really likes her. Um, Mrs. Fields cookies. Miss, yeah, miss, yeah, he's going to make the Mrs. Fields with the oh, oil. Yeah, those are jumble. good cookies, man. Those are good cookies. What, what, yes, they what, are. what speculation do we have here at this point? Because we don't know. Like he They're says, chocolate it's chip. It's good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you, you notice when we get, talk about cookies, Chubb is all of a sudden back in oh, the conversation. Yeah. He's so into let's, it. Let's right, not right. talk about C A K E. That's what I'm saying. But, um, oh no, no, don't go there. It's okay. It's okay, guys. Guys, hold on. Chubbs, turn around. It's okay. He can't spell. We can. We can. Oh, we can, we can okay. Okay, that's true. Okay, Chubbs, you can turn back around now. All okay. right. Uh, <laughs> What do we think? What do you think Logan wants to do with the oil fields? Because he said it's gonna it's gonna help some and not others. Like what is that? What does well, that imply? It's gonna help people, but not the way you go. Not the way you got it. Like yeah, not the way you're gonna like it. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Is he, is he Thanos? Is he gonna kill most of the world of oil? It's one snap. Um, I don't know. It almost felt like it was a plan. I don't know. There's a plan or something. Like there's someone else he's doing this for as well or that's i i'm i'm getting the impression i have kind of all season long but i'm getting the impression that somebody's pulling his strings he's not he's not the main bad he's portrayed as the main bad but i think that he is connected to something much bigger and badder or and he needs to, to bargain with someone because someone has something he really really yeah it could be that, or, there, yeah. or there's someone you know that he has to help by, I don't know, somebody like him. He's only going to do this if it if it benefits him. And it's the push is always about you think it's something selfish, which it probably is. But it almost makes you think there's somebody out there that maybe someone has someone he loves or whatever. And then he's trying to bargain for their lives or something like that. Because it, it seemed like there's a timetable to it as well. It's, well, just, I mean, it's just weird geographically because... Looking for oil fields in Texas is look, like looking for a right. needle in a needle stand. And he won't kill. And it's weird how he won't like he could have he could have taken one of them and you know and threatened to kill that one. Yeah, he could have just shot one. one. Doesn't tell. Like, right, right. <laughs> you take it. one, and you could have took one of them as a hostage, and you basically just said, if you don't tell me where he, where the fields are, I'll kill them. That's it. Like you know, but they didn't, and it's weird that they didn't do that. Where it makes you think that there's something else to this, or that, he, s- did, or that he didn't have to, you know, what I mean, right. to, do, to do what he's trying to do, whatever it may be. Right. But I mean, remember, I mean, Negan thought he was helping people too. Yeah. Right. You know, well, he's the governor, his way The governor said the governor thought he was helping people too. You know. Oh, I mean, and he was. Yeah, right. but they're going out of their way not to kill. For someone, they look like killers, right? The way they. They dress them as if they're killers, but they don't necessarily kill. Even what though, what does a killer dress like, Daryl? Well, like when you have a confrontation. Trooper. Yeah, right. If you have a confrontation, they never they never shoot to kill first. Like you they, should, you should see Matt Furrer's agent. He's all just decked out in nothing but camo. He holds uh, two pistols <laughs> in his back. He's, <laughs> he's got a bald head and a barcode. It's. I mean, they deter I just, people. I was surprised that they let Morgan and just walk away. I well, too, even before that, it, I, when when they took the airfields back, when they took the the headquarters back, remember that time? they could have just killed her. They could have just shot and killed her. I'm of two minds about this. One does mm-hmm. lead me to think that maybe he is some kind of underling in a greater thing. And since the helicopter stuff is all up in the air, like who knows how that might connect to it in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's just a matter of what the show's trying to do 
on its own in its own way compared to the Prime series, where the show, I mean, given what the objectives are of our heroes right now and just the basic tone, which is it's this is a funnier show. I think that's fair to say, right? It like it's it's, I'm not going to say it's family. I'm not going to say it's family friendly, but there is but there's a there's a looser tone. It seems like it seems like the reworking of last season and this season Last season's still a little bit dark, but in it's compar- like this isn't. A, you know, in yeah. comparison to the, I was going to say, in comparison to the parent show, it's almost optimistic. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly right. not. It's not nihilistic in the same way that right. show constantly right. wants to remind you it is. And so I'm curious if it's because if this was the parent show, I mean, Negan does like the way he makes example of people is by batting them with Lucille. Like that, and he <laughs> would have done that. Yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. They uh, would have killed. They would have like I would have shot Al in the leg or something. They would have shot. Make, or they would have shot uh, the other one, who's the truck driver, the um, the one who sold the truck, the rigs. Remember when she needed the place, she kept confronting him. Huh. He could have easily just put a bullet in her, like if he was really the you know the villain, villain that we would think he would be. So whatever they are, have planned or are doing or whatever, it they don't need to kill them to accomplish it. I guess. No, yeah, they, uh, I think it either feeds into whatever that could be, or just feeds into the show doesn't want to get that gritty. Right, they don't want an evil villain because you know they would have had it. It, it. The other, if this had been the other show, they would have they would have killed people. There would have been a string of people they helped that they murdered. Even last more, of a ter- more of a terminus situation. It would yeah, have been sure. like that. Or yeah, even, like, but, even think of last season. You had the woman that was take that took Al's truck and was you know just mm-hmm. bent on killing everything. Like right. you know. But, We've gone basically. I think we've just gone this direction before, as far as mustache twirling evil villains go. I mean, there's only so many ways you can do something with that. So I exactly. I'm not again. I'm not ruling out the possibility that there could be something else that Furrow's up to, as far as who he's possibly working for, or just that he's good at heart (laughs) or what have you. At the same time, he shot up that guy's motorcycle, but again, that's not shooting up the guy. So right, and and they left him with the radio, knowing he was going to call. You know, that he had the option to call for help because he looked at the tape. He, he watched the video. Which did work as he planned it because he did exactly. find everything he wanted. So. <laughs> yeah. And and maybe they need to learn code when they when they know that someone listens to the radio. Yeah, they need to. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I'm just saying. They might Our, hours, hours seem like days. Captain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's Cut to next I week's episode where it's just John Dory like, making like references to all of his VHS tapes he used to write, <laughs> read, <laughs> like writing codes down. They kind of come up with something because this, this radio thing. You're just you telling a, uh, When Harry met Sally on The Princess Bride over here, it's like, what's right. what? Uh, where are we? Uh, okay, so there's this whole confrontation that's happening. Uh, basically, they're blocking the way. They're not going to be out of the way. It's a Morgan and hour. Like, I guess we're going to have to go around. As they're leaving, uh, Logan's like, by the way, let me twist the knife here. And he starts mentioning Morgan's wife and kid. Morgan right. gets really bad. And again, like, just, <laughs> and like, in a different show, I'd just be like, what if you just killed him right here? I think that a lot in this show. Oh, that's far. what I thought for a minute. Like, what if, yeah. If he what if just, he just this, died? <laughs> well, he would have done it. If, yeah. if this was the other show, they would have had him snap and he would have killed somebody. Mm. Uh, but in this one, you know, he still didn't, he didn't cross the line. But he let, he did let out a comment. I thought it was kind of smart and telling. How it was like, don't if you if it's still something that could be used as a weapon against you or you're sensitive about it, about those ghosts, don't put it on the tape. Hmm. Don't put that information That's on the tape. That's what he says. is like, if you don't want people in your business, don't put right. it on TV. Don't right? put that information on the tape. You put it on there. So it's like you are basically opening yourselves up. Like I know it being altruistic, but you're, you're assuming everyone is is going to be 
like that. And they're not. You just give you're opening yourselves up to all of the stuff that's happening right now. I mean, that's the that's just the last time we give final cut to Al. I think that's really the problem here. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, you got to fill out some. This is, that's why you need a studio system, guys. I'm telling you, you can't just be Netflix in this and give a director everything they want to do. Yeah, you got yeah. to have some so more oversight true. on these things. So true. <laughs> um, who back, they, hey, who thought anybody would see it? It was just a small art house project. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> well, that art house project cost a hundred million. It was called Bright. It's terrible. Uh, back at the police station. <gasps> Uh, Wes, he's talking away with with Elisa, with Alicia. What's going on? Strand is Strand is blind. Alicia's dealing with her own stuff as far as like why she can't kill. And he starts. Wes starts going over his things. Right? He starts going over why he. Uh, well, why he doesn't buy what they're doing? Yeah, why he's like, not in. Yeah. They're not in. Calls it shtick, You know, mm-hmm. like that. You know, he t- tells his own story about his brother dying and that the bike has been hit was his. But he's trying to like kind of open up, and Alicia's like. You, know, you can turn this around if you want to, you know. Yeah. You can help think, the, you know, if you want to. And he's like, yeah, whatevs. In doing this, yeah. do you think Wes is trying to feel out like if this is going to be right for him? I think he, it does feel that way. That's it, what it, I thought. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like, what do you, what do you think about the guy with the trees? Do you, do you, you know, what do you feel about that? Like, what is it? What is? Why is it? She, he's so inquisitive with her. Like he concentrates so much on her. Like, what do you think is supposed to happen when you because he did ask that more than once again. Like, what do you think is supposed to happen when you if you ever see the person that did the painting on the trees? Like, what is supposed to be the deal? What is it's a big revelation? Like, what is what do you think is supposed to to uh, answer all your questions or deal with all your, your whatever it is you're dealing with? Um, And she's still not getting it. Like she's still not getting it at all. It's not even clicking, not even a little bit. Um, and this so char- off. Mm-hmm. And this character, he's not in the cast yet, or no. at, like he's still just like guest star. So like I'm still right. I'm trying to suss out if like is he going to be a recurring character? Is he going to become like a part a new part of the crew? Because mm-hmm. uh, that it could go either way, I'd imagine. Uh, so and you know they're again gi- they're giving him a lot of backstory for him just to be a one off. Yeah, for sure. At the same time, it could be like a. You're right, though. I mean, they're they setting up for Wesleycia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they could do with him what they can't, what they can't do with Dwight, because we know Dwight's story. If you watch the Parent Show, it's like we there's motivations that he has. We still don't know. Like we we just don't know because he's a new character, um, and he's still petty. He still feels like he's from the outside world. He's not part of this little. Uh, group of we I don't just like good. his attitude. Well, that's the part. That's what I'm saying. In a, in a world that in this situation, and he's kind of been on his own. You can't tell me there's not going to be that amount of cynicism and pettiness oh, for sure, of still course. going on, right? Which is like, why, like I can agree as far as yeah, I don't like his attitude because yeah, you want to root for these guys that are literally being superheroes in this world. Right. <laughs> like that's that's their thing. So <laughs> they're like, the weird ones right now. Like <laughs> if, you know, they're the the anomaly that doesn't fit in this in this equation of this world. Um, and you notice that by the people they meet, how, how they react to them. And he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong for this. I mean, plus he's caught up in the thing. He didn't even want to be caught up in in the first place. Yeah. I mean, he will, he, I mean, as we reveal, like he lost the bike that belonged to his brother. That's a big problem too. So it's like, now I'm, now I'm I'm with the group that's responsible for this thing. Mm -hmm. So like, 
are you guys all that? Like, I watched this thing and I lost something right. that was dear to me over it. How do I, like, what do I do now? Like, are you guys going to make, you going to fill that hole for me? Like, is that, is it going to make it better? And they're both doing, they're both like that, right? He's kind of looking to see if they're, you know, if they can fill that for him. And Alicia's kind of looking to see if the tree person could fill something for that. And I could see him feeling right. that way. Like, I'm the, like, I'm just as jacked up as you guys. So if you're thinking I'm the one that's going to give you any kind of closure or whatever or 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 uh or open up a, or shine a light on what what you should do with your life then damn, I, this is not much of a group. I guess it is part of like giving the character like giving Alicia a character to bounce off of more, right? Because right. You know, you, like all the characters pretty much have pairs. Like even Strand has what like um, Ruben Blades. <laughs> like, I mean, right, right. Like, they have like, that everyone has like some kind of relationship here. And Alicia, she's lost everything. She lost her mom. She lost her brother. Like, remember when? They, remember Nick Oldman clothes? Remember how we don't have him anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember him. Remember the good days of Nick Oldman clothes? Nick Oldman clothes. And, and there was a tendency with her early on to keep having it that she's with a new person. They always want to put her with some other new yeah. boy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And, and, you know, like, oh, she's attractive. Let's bring an attractive guy in and have them kind of have some kind of connection. But they've got I think they caught that they keep doing that with her. And it's kind of they don't need to keep doing that with this character. And they took they took that all away. She's been isolated kind of from having that. I just I get kind of confused later on. Well, let's go on. Let's with keep, the yeah, we'll keep going. OK, yeah. so they, yeah. they, get, they hatch a plan to be like, let's get the squad car going. Uh, mm-hmm. And now we have like Wes goes out. He goes outside, starting to shoot up walkers. Uh, it doesn't quite work all that effectively because some walkers get inside and Alicia's like, I can't kill still. And Brian and Strand's like, Hey, look at me. I'm blind, but I'm going to try to do this. And he comes in and kills one of them. Stranduichi. Yeah, Stranduichi. Thanks. I've been saving that one all episode. Go ahead. That's pretty perfect. Our listeners love modern our modern references to 60s Japanese cult series. You know it. I love it. Pick up that criterion set. It's fantastic. Um, the uh, okay, so, uh, what, so Wes picks off some other blockers. Uh, basically, they get out of the situation. Later, right. Alicia, Alicia radios Morgan and Al to let him know that they've located where the guy is, uh, but they say that he's turned. They think he's turned. Um, so Wes approaches the uh, the walker, the, the guy who they think is a walker, to get the satchel back from him. Mm-hmm. Only that he has not turned at all. He's just kind of hobbling around because that's what happens oh, when he gets shot in the no. gut in the desert. And you're like, what do I do? <laughs> but, um, uh, so let's see. So he gets up out of the guy, the guy, the, the white guy starts strangling Wes like right. hard. Like He's really strangling him. I'm thinking these guys are too far away. These guys are strangling too much. Uh, but Wes manages to grab a knife, stabs him in the side. Insert here. Mm-hmm. It's almost like. Because uh, you knew it was going to happen that way. The, the the wound is right there. The knife is right there. Just insert. I was impressed how he didn't get blood all over him. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was smooth. He was, he was right on top of him and everything. The new uh, strand. Don't yeah. This one don't get dirty. So then Wes is like, where's the manuscript? And he's just like, I just wanted to finish it. And uh, that was, that's his That last was the thing right there. <laughs> I mm-hmm. just wanted to finish it. And we gone through all this because you just wanted to finish it, man. I want, just want to finish it. He's like, that's good stuff. Because I, I review books. I know an agent. Uh, I was writing something on yeah. book. Do you have representation? <laughs> I know they I, put Penguin books. Uh, I, I couldn't put it down. I'm one of the original Schuster brothers. I could get you <laughs> signing. 
It's a, pin, it's a, it's a real page turner. <sighs> I'm off now. Okay, yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, okay, well, he chases this guy. First, he shoots this guy, mm-hmm. chases him down. Well, first the guy shoots at him, steals stuff, and shoots right, at him. Right, That's right, right. I get that. And then, but he chases him down. Sh- right. you know, went, sh- shoots him. Right. Comes up to him. The guy attacks him. Right. He stabs and kills him. Right. All to get back his manuscript. Mm-hmm. But they're both the, communally sharing. That seems right. They're communally sharing. Right. Well, whatever. And he does all this, and then you know she's all like, "You killed him because he stole your book." Plus, there yeah. was that overtone of he had never killed before, and he didn't mm-hmm. want to admit that. That was the other thing as well that's been going on, too. Yeah, but then, but then he does all that, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't mean to skip ahead. I'm no, you're fine, you're fine. No. But, yeah. um, you know, he leaves it there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he, you know, I just stabbed him. I just killed I just killed a man for my first time, I guess we find out, right? Yeah, you got, the book, ju- you got the juice now. I'm just going to lose this book here. Yeah, I don't want it. Well, I think that was the whole thing of the not killing before, and then when he does, Alicia kind of made that comment of, once you cross that line, you know, there's there's the not coming back line that they always like to give uh, when someone kills. But No, but why would... I just don't... I don't know. Listen, I'm not arguing against you with what you're okay. saying. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're with you. me, man. I'm glad you're with me. Well, he, okay. he said it's the reason because he's like, he, he, he died for it. He can keep it. He walks off and like explains Because you happens. killed him for it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's not like, you know, he saved a child and had a girder fall on him for yeah. it. <laughs> you know what it was? You killed him for it. And that's what he was writing <laughs> about, though, ironically. It was a little too dramatic. Oh. That that was too dramatic. Oh no, it's, yeah, it's, it's way over the top. But then Alicia picks it up, right? She starts reading it, and it's like it was dedicated to to Derek. And uh, she flips to the last page and says, "If you're reading this, it means you're still here." What? what? Yeah, then like anime lines started appearing behind her. It was like whole yeah. like video yeah. fight sequence. <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of weird. That kind of uh, composite zoom they use on Roy Scheider and Jaws. Yeah, they did a Hitchcock shot there, and it was yeah, yeah. wild. They, Yvette Nicole Brown came in and was like, Walking Dead fans, did you see this? And it was crazy. They put a crown on the actress during the top yeah. bit in between commercial segments. Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray came out with a double-sided lightsaber that was oh, red. Oh, and she, she took that. she took that book and put it next to the Jedi books in the folder on the Falcon. <laughs> so, so they're all so they And then burned it, and then, then Luke says it means nothing. Yeah, but and she then, had, anyway, she took him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rick came out as like, guys, I'm still alive. And guess what? That was crazy. Then he went back to the helicopter. She was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was him the whole time. <laughs> we get a dramatic you know? montage of him slow motion painting on all yeah. the trees, and there's narration by like Kevin Spacey and usual suspects all of a sudden. Oh, like, this is a bad taste. They're like, we don't care. It works for the twist. That's right. You had Arsenio's laughing and. Throwing after, fingers in the air. After all of our adventures, yeah. it turned out that real treasure were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> and, and, then, and then God, Morgan Friedman, does a voiceover, of, and she yeah. never read another book again. They just, like, clap off, and it goes, like, executive producers. They're like, wait a minute, there's still 15 more minutes left of this show. <laughs> oh, my bad. And then, and then there's more. So, yes, it turns out that he was the one the trees all along. Spirit fingers everywhere. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. 
did they did she leave did we see did she leave the book after that after she read part of it or did she take it with her? I thought she I took, thought it, she took it with she her. She took it, right? Okay, because that'd be uh, stupid. That'd be really stupid. He's like, well, I, re- I got I got the twist out of the way. <laughs> Is anyone going to take this goddamn book? I mean, well, no, because now it? she needs to adapt it to a screenplay, and Al will shoot it, so they have their next after-school special. Uh, what if that's next uh-huh. season? What if like they conclude the Logan stuff, and they're like, man, uh-huh. that Logan guy was a real stressor, but we got him out of the picture. Now it's <laughs> focused on the movie script that Wes wrote, and Alicia turned it into a screenplay. We got our, and, like the whole next season's arguing over like casting and credits. John uh-huh. Dory's like. I think I can make a good Wes, and Wes is like, really, bro? And it's right, Al, Al, yeah, Al does the video. She videos it. Uh, uh, Strand is the director. Oh, it works. The season finale is them premiering the video. Yeah, yeah, it so works. An original film. And then they make copies, and they leave it along the way. Exactly. <laughs> but poor Daniel gets cut out of the film, and he's just security for the production team. Well, yeah, that's true. That and hair and makeup. Well, he's the he's backing. The, he does the backing of it. Who does the, the music? Partner. Ooh, that's oh, that'll be Daniel, right? Daniel will be the music. <laughs> no, you'd cool. have to find an undead Bear McCreary. There you, there you go. Wow, that's true. I think we've pitched out season six pretty well, guys. <laughs> <I've done it. laughs> I think we've done it. I Let's mean, get Bob Kirkman on the phone. Yeah, we've yeah. solved it, yep. Let's get cut Bobby Kirks. Cut Bobby, the check. Call up Bobby, Bobby. Bobby K. Yeah. yeah, cut the check, sir. It's just, we're ready to go. Come on. Um. Okay. So with all of that, Alicia's like, I'm cured. <laughs> yeah. You mean, wait, instead of looking to others, I have to look within myself. And then she stands on the stage. The, the the spotlight hits her. And then we go away. And the rest of the crew, they all dance around her in a circle. Mm-hmm. And then she sings her last rendition of Butterfly. <laughs> and that's it. Cue like, okay, the lights. So she takes, she gets the painting gear off of of Wes's yeah. bike and starts uh, leaving notes on the tree. So she paints yeah. over, she paints over the tree. She paints over the tree. Paints over the tree because that's how trees work. And she paints that's, her own notes, right. including a including a note from 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 Madison, where, where one of her favorites it says, "No one's gone until they're gone," uh, from which the is show. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until their contracts up, or you get hired to be in an Avatar right. movie. Cue the band and Carl is playing with the band. Yeah. Overhead. Yeah, Carl, Carl's band's playing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, uh, but yeah, now Alicia's like, I can kill better than ever. Uh, and Strand's like, I can see better than ever. And then yeah. they find their hands, and Captain Planet comes out, and is like, man, I've been missing an action here, guys. Uh, but after that, uh, Morgan, we're, we're back to Morgan. Uh, Morgan confides in Al uh, that he wasn't running away from anything. Which is a weird thing to say, yeah. uh, but he's but he's just he's just holding on to memories uh, of his of his wife and son, which sounds like running away. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> and he didn't want to he didn't want to lose those memories to new memories, like by having good thoughts. Basically, he wants to punish himself for feeling for daring to feel good in the midst of still in a extended amount of grief uh, for losing his family. Which goes no, back to what he I think what you call it said to him. Also, if I forgot, but I think he said something to Morgan uh, back. Back when they blocked the uh, the way, where he said something like, "You'll never make it up to them. Like no matter what you do, you'll never make it up." Yeah, which is, yeah. I mean, he's saying it in a dick way, but I mean, he's yeah, not, but, I mean, he's right. like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's totally right. That's why he overreacted. He's totally right, though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so so they he and Al talk, and Al's like, "I should have never put that on the video and all that." And Morgan's like, "No, it's okay." Right? Doesn't he say he's like it's okay? Like I want it. Like doesn't he want to talk to him? 
Yeah, no, because 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 Al's solution, solution. Al's solution. It's like I can interview you. <laughs> like that's that's what he, what she wants to do. Because right. that's your solution to everything. Uh, I'll interview you, and everything will be better. And he's like, tell tell me about Jenny and Dwayne, um, <laughs> and and that that wraps up that part. Um, after that, we get back to Logan, who inexplicably found out where the bank was, where the vault was, because we see the inside of the vault and all everything starts shaking. Right. All, all the tapes are shaking. It's like, what's going on? Is it an earthquake? No, because it's Texas. Um, so, so Texas uh, has earthquakes. Do they? Barely, but Is there a fault there? Well, from all the fracking. Yeah, and and oh. my stars. Uh, but the tapes fall. The, 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 the vault breaks open mm-hmm. uh, and Logan, Logan walks in and is because Matt Frewer is like eight feet tall. His giant silhouette walks into the room and is like, oh, it's Matt Frewer. And he's like, and then I'm thinking, oh, no, he's going to get the tapes, I guess, and that'll be bad or something. But he's like, you got guy, you guys all got to start watching these tapes because we, uh, we can find something. We can find information where these Samaritans are or where the oil fields are or whatever. Uh, and yeah, right? Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was that. Start watching these videos, buddy. Mm-hmm. So next episode, they're just going to be watching videos. Maybe them sitting there eating popping popcorn, watching tapes. No. <laughs> it'll be a cl- it'll be a clip show. Fear the Walking Dead. Another clip show <laughs> where I was like inexplicably in other parts of the season that we never saw her in. Like she's on like right. another boat filming the boat and all the stuff that was going on there. Another clip show. She sees the farm burned out. She sees those government guys. Yeah, they insert her in every <laughs> every scene. Every scene. <laughs> it's the it's the Nikki and Paolo episode from Lost. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right, well, that's the, that's the whole episode. Um, a lot of things happened. Before we get to our Toby ratings for this week's episode, uh, well, is there any words from our sponsors that I, uh, maybe you guys want to There abs- absolutely are. DCB Service, people. They are a great sponsor. Do you know why? They're a small business. They deliver awesome, cool, geeky stuff to your door at great, great prices. And... Great, great service. Anything happens to go wrong, there are actual people to talk to, and not automated, um, you know, uh, service uh, computers and robots, as in other companies. Uh, they have a lot of good deals this month. All DC and Marvel hardcovers and trade paperbacks are fifty percent off. What? The new X Men uh, comics are coming into second printings, and they are all fifty percent off. Whoa! Uh, so if you're into comics, that, that's awfully cool. Uh, I'm looking right here at this incredibly scary Pennywise Jack in the Box from It Too. This would be a really, this would be a really cool gift for your It fan on your list. Twenty five percent off. True. Buy that for Aaron. Normally, <laughs> normally fifty bucks. Now you can get it for thirty seven. Twenty five percent off right there. You can spend hours looking around at all the cool stuff they have. You really can. They have statues, action figures, clothing, collectibles. They have gaming supplies if you're into D and D or Magic the Gathering, and stuff like that. Uh, in addition to the comics and the graphic novels, they sell in co- all kinds of stuff, 20, 30, 40, even 50% off sometimes. Like I mentioned, you know, all of the um, the DC and Marvel hardcover and trade paperbacks this month are 50% off. And the new there's going to be a new X-Men number one as part of the new relaunch, and that is also 50% off. So if you want to get on board with the new X-Men storyline, that might be a good place to start. Uh, but yeah, DCB Service is a great place. And, you know, I, I I always sound like, you know, somebody's grandma or whatever, but Christmas, man, it's good. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all, birthdays, you know, all these different things. Halloween. Festivus. Festivus. For the rest you. of us. 
Uh, all these, all these, how you know, holidays where you want to give each other gifts. Do you have geeky people on your shopping list? I imagine you would. You like the zombie show? Then by all means, go to DCB Service. You're bound to find something out uh, that will appeal to to uh, everyone on your list, and you'll get a great price, uh, great service. So DCB Service and their uh, their sister site, InStockTrades.com, and we thank them for their continued sponsorship. As always, being awesome. Well, very cool, Jim. Thank you for that. Uh, let's get to our Toby ratings for this week's episode. Uh, let's start. Let's start with uh, Richard. Where, where were you at? Uh, yeah. I mean, overall, I liked the, this episode. There were a few things I didn't like, but I mean, for the most part, it was pretty good. I like Jim said at the top of the show um, when they focus on just a handful of characters instead of the whole crew. Um, those tend to be some of the better episodes. I think that that is the case here. Not as good as last week. I really, really liked last week. Um, mm-hmm. This one, I would say probably three and a half Tobys. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Daryl Taylor, where are you at? Um, well, this I would say this probably was the weakest of the episodes this season so far for me. Mm. Um, but I did still like it. I mean, it wasn't like I didn't like it. There's a little things that were too on the nose or a little obvious, uh, that they did with this. Um, but I still like this crew and I, you know, and that, I think that really helps. I mean, I think the acting is really good in this and you kind of, you still enjoy watching these characters go through their emotional transition. Um, I, I give it a three. Three out of three out of five. Not not a, not a bad episode, but just there were just a couple of sloppy things at the towards the end that were a little bit much. But uh, I do kind of I still dig where it's going, and um, and I still don't know what's going to happen. Like I still like that we don't. It's not so obvious where this show is going. Uh, where each each week it's it's you know you can just sit back and kind of kind of enjoy the ride as opposed to knowing oh here we go it's a build up to this or it's a build up to that um we, we just kind of catch it and we just kind of watch where they're going and and uh and react as they uh experience these these different people that are coming in and out of their lives um uh, but yeah I, I i still enjoyed this episode jimbo dito where are you at i'm right here and uh, i give it a 3.5 Mm-hmm. And uh, for a lot of the same reasons Daryl did, I, I dinged it for a few shake my head moments and a few uh, uh, face palm moments <laughs> here and there. But overall, it's a, a solid episode. And um, I get what you're saying, Daryl. You know, they used to like they would take stuff from the comic, the source material on the parent show, and kind of remix it a little bit. Yeah, like the prison wasn't done the way the prison was in the comic. Tyrese mm-hmm. wasn't done the way he was in the comic, and. I mean, it made it a little more interesting. And since they've been adhering closer and closer to the comic timeline, it's been kind of like, like you said, you're just waiting for the next thing to happen. So. Right. Um, but yeah, I give it a three point five. I, I think it was a solid up. I'm at a three point five as well. Like I, I, as I said, I wasn't here last week, so I, I did like that episode quite a bit. I really think it preyed on the strengths of the actors as well as giving you a good story. So this one does feel like a bit of a come down, but not too much. Like there's. It's mainly stuff we've already mentioned that we're, you know, commenting on, like leaving the book or things that are overdramatic or just other loose things that could have been made either a little clearer, just a little less over the top in its handling. But I do like the performances that we're seeing here. I know, Jim, you were concerned about like Matt Frewer's handling or, or you or, or Chubbs were handling handling like kind of early on in this 
the half of the season. And I'm like, I'm thinking, this is what I expected. Like, we're getting a lot of, like, Matt Furrer doing Matt Furrer stuff, which is cool. Um, right. So that's, I'm happy we're getting more of that, in addition to getting, like, the characters interaction that we're getting. Yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement that the Alicia stuff was kind of like, yeah, they it happened and whatever. Like, <laughs> but um, at the same time, no, I think it's it's an entertaining enough episode. I like where things are headed, like Daryl said, because I just don't quite know where it's headed, but I'm intrigued by what that's going to be. Um, so yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. Uh, three, three, three and a half Tobys, I think, feels pretty right. But I mean, we said a bunch of stuff. Doesn't matter because we have a whole Facebook group devoted to other people telling us what they thought of the episodes, among other things. Jim, you wanna you wanna go over that? I do, but I wanna put an announcement out about the Walking Dead TV podcast Facebook group. I must say that this is a very uh, sparse very. Uh, list of uh, Toby's I'm looking at here. Yeah, what's going on? I just would like to uh, encourage those listening to uh, please participate and leave your Toby ratings. Uh, I mean, I mean they're paying. Way too much money for me to be on this show. I would like to at least earn my keep a little bit by reading some of these things. I'm saying, I, I have guys. to hide from Disney to do this show, so you got to make sure it's I'm worth saying, it for me. Dude, you know, like, know, come man. on, we all, man. We all we all have our, our price to pay and our cost to bear. So yeah, yeah. By all means, uh, you know, contribute. Give us some Toby ratings, like like Mark Richards did this week. Uh, four out of five cheerful manuscript hunting bank vault break Tobys. I think he meant Vault, not Vault. Uh, I, at least Alicia can now kill zombies again. Yay! But now the hell did they manage to pull the door off the vault with that truck? And what was their reason for breaking in there in the first place? Walmart, I think they're trying to figure out where the oil fields is, are. Is? No. Where the oil fields are, and they're uh, hoping there would be some sort of clue as to where they would be. Well, they asked the if Clayton's journals were in there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think so I think that's the answer to your question. And uh, Yukiyoshi Sawada wrote in, "No, don't do the Disney Vault. Hold out for Disney Plus." Kempai. Kempai. <laughs> Everybody's a buzz about the Disney Plus. Well, so. perhaps people are just busy this week. Maybe they didn't just get to the. D twenty three. D twenty three. Mindhunters back on. Successions on. There's a oh, lot of things man. to watch. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. We were yeah. able to do all of that. Yeah, new invaders just, in. I've done four shows on D twenty three stuff already. I'm so tired, but still, I can't well, I, care. I, I just said, yeah, yeah. Well, come this on, isn't a D, this is not a D twenty three thing, my friend. Come on, get it together, people. It's not a D twenty three thing yet. Why do you treat us this way? Come on, I thought you loved us. Who knows that, when they're gonna buy AMC? One of my favorite <laughs> uh, games and games and culture journalists, uh, Jim Sterling, this week said. Eventually, we're all going to just get a $20 check from Disney, and they'll buy the public domain. Pretty much. I mean, Disney's not going to buy AMC. You know how many lawsuits they'd inherit doing that? That's true. That's <laughs> a lot of backage. Well, That's after they settle. And they'll, they'll wait till everything's finished. You know. Anyway. So, gentlemen, where can the uh, listeners find you when they're not listening to you here on the Walking Dead TV podcast? Wait, that's really it? That's all? So we got one oh. review, yeah. We guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm steering it this way. Wow, you all have uh, failed the city. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of. I don't want to be, you know, I'm not like Donnie on uh, Nothing's On who cajoles people. Into well, he's such an people. emotional person. It's, it yes, really hurts yes. him when you when you it don't. Does. It really it, cuts him to the quick. But it does. I gotta tell you, it does It does kind of bum me out that we only had those reviews. Yeah, we have so much fun with the review side of it. 
makes me feel unappreciated because I'm the review guy. I mean, yeah. No one wants to feel a sad Jim. Like, that's no, no one. It's okay. You know. No one puts Jim in the corner. No, no, it's okay. Well, no, this is what happens, Jim. You you announced on the last episode that you were doing voiceover for Fiverr and whatnot, and so now we have to pay you $5 a word. <laughs> and so the listeners are being empathetic to our budget so the show can still exist, so they're limiting the amount you read. Right. My friend is only 61. It. I thought to be older. Oh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he lives okay, well. way younger. He's only 61. Uh, yeah, where can people find more more of everybody online? Richard, where where, where are people finding you? Uh, all the socials at ChubToad01. I'm on this podcast, a few others occasionally, but for the most part, ChubToad01. Daryl? Uh, you can on Twitter, you can find me at the voice123. Uh, you can also find me on the Facebooks under my name, Daryl Taylor. It's not like a do an alias. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can look up TaylorNetworkOfPodcast.com and like we just did a whole thing on D23. We kind of break it down uh, on Nothing's On. Even without Jim, it was rough. It was very rough. Computers were dying. Everything was happening. It was it was not an easy show to Sorry, do. Sorry, guys. I was, I was so, <laughs> we pulled through. I, you know, I, I was... I was so sick of Disney coverage, I just had to lay down. Yeah, yeah. We, we pulled through <laughs> best we could, uh, but we just put out a bunch of episodes. We did the, the Star Wars conversations, kind of, uh, you know, expanded on the, all the uh, Lucasfilm stuff that's coming out. Uh, we had the Marvel Mix, Body Marvel Mix podcast that, of course, hit all the, uh, the Marvel stuff. Uh, so it's all out there. We put it, we put it all out there for the people. Uh, so yeah, check sure it out. Most awkward award went to Tom Holland, who was there at D twenty three, right, promoted, promoting his Pixar movie when he found out that Spider Man was going to be oh. in the MCU anymore. Oh man! Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah. Jimothy, you, how about you? Hey, hey, don't use my Christian name. Okay? Oh, um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Yoda Jones, all one word. Uh, you can listen to me on the Nothing Song podcast over at Joe uh, Taylor's wonderful. Taylor Network at podcast.com. You can listen to me at Old Magic Gaming on SoundCloud and iTunes. It's our live action D&D role playing game that we turn into a little bit of more of a radio play with background music and, and voice effects and, and, you know, just to kind of flesh it out, give us some stuff. And if you want to use my golden tones for any kind of voiceover work or uh, you know, scripting uh, reading work or whatever, I'm available at Fiverr. Uh, I'm Jim Deeds 840 and my rates are very reasonable. There's 839 other Jim Dietzes? I would imagine so. <sighs> wow. You can uh, <laughs> you can find everything I do over a number of places. I host a podcast with my friend Abe. It's called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. We talk about weekly movie releases, and we do other fun stuff as well. We just released an Iron Giant commentary track, which was a lot of fun. Uh, I know. It was a great excuse to watch that movie again. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Uh, we got some other fun episodes coming your guys' way, including uh, the results show for our summer movie Gamble, where myself, Abe, and many other frequent guests on the show predicted what we think are going to be the biggest grossing films of the summer. That should be a fun episode to go over because it's basically like a summer recap as well. Everything that I write appears on WeLiveEntertainment.com. I'm currently covering Preacher. In addition to writing movie reviews every week, I also cover Blu-ray reviews over at WiseTheBlue.com, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron'sPS4. Um, I think that's it, guys. I think we've uh, talked successfully about this episode and what we have next week. We uh, did it. 
New- I, I thought I saw that uh, Monk is going to be on next week. Um, the sh- Chaloub? Yeah. What? I'm into that. It, it was oh. the scenes from next week I saw him in there. Hmm. Don't tease me. <laughs> I'm not. If the Shalhoub's going to be on the show, I'm all about that. That I guy's was personal. Excited. He can do anything. Maybe he's the big bad guy that... Uh, <laughs> what if he for... is? That'd be great. Oh, oh my, my god! I'm so into this. Please, use the sanitizer. I hope he, he, he's, he's either Monk or, like, Jeeves. <laughs> like, <a> thing, <laughs> like, Men in Black. Or, like, one of his various Coen Brother movie characters. I'm all about this right now. How would he do... Like, he has Maisel. He's on Mrs. Maisel. When does he have time to do this show? Hey man, I don't know. I'm into it. Maybe it's somebody that looks like him because it was really quick on the next episode thing at the end of the the, this week's episode. Well, that's that's too exciting. So now I'm like, I have to I have to think this isn't happening. (laughs) It was actually Stanley Tucci. That'd be even better. (laughs) I know. I'd be fantastic. Give me Tucci. The Tucci. The Tucci dude. He married a blunt. It's the Tucci. Anyway. That's going to do it for this week's episode. So, <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking up Tony Shalhoub's IMDb here. Well, regardless, whatever. Remember, when there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. I think you've got you, bigger fish to fry. Use there hand sanitizer? Mm-hmm. That works. Good night, everybody. <laughs>